Welcome to TMG Today. Join other master manifestors across the globe to turn your goals into reality at lightning speed. Here, we connect the dots for you so you can skip all the nonsense and finally get unstuck. Right here on the Manifestor's Guide today. Let's go. Hey, everybody. Welcome to TMG Today, the Manifestor's Guide podcast. I am Dewey Taylor. And I'm Charlie Carroll. Welcome. Welcome. This is an extension of the Inner Circle online community. If you guys want to check that out and ask questions on this podcast, visit manifestorsguide.com. We got great blog articles. We got a podcast page there, uh, books, and we have more information on our master manifestor system. So definitely go check that out. We've got an amazing episode today. We're going to be talking about brainwave states today. And Charlie has a question from one of our Inner Circle members. So Charlie, what is that question? Yeah, so I've got our question today comes from Joanne B. She's out of Fort Myers, Florida, and she's asking, I have been in the system for a little bit, and I'm really starting to see that the way I've lived most of my life isn't working for what I want. For example, I see my goals much more clearly, but the ideas for making it happen, so to speak, she's got making it happen in quotes, <laughs> are slow <laughs> coming or not coming at all. What am I missing? That's a great question. I love that she says making it happen in quotes. Right. Um, you know, how, how, okay, let me ask you this. Uh, how often do we with our community members when we're coaching and stuff, how often do we hear people say, especially when they're talking about goals, we hear this all the time. People are like, oh, you know, I, I made my top six and those are our top six lifetime goals that we talk about in, um, in, our, in our system. I'm doing my top six, I'm making my goals, um, and I thought I knew what I wanted, but now I don't. Or I think I'm going to change my goals. Right. Or I'm a yeah. little confused on my goals. I don't have enough clarity on my goals. How often do we hear that? Oh, all the time. It Doesn't it happen when people start working with us? They actually end up reach their goals become a lot bigger and broader than they ever have before. And it's so natural to get excited about that at the start because there's something very, very real connection. But then... Then there comes the, the overthinking about the details and trying to make it happen, as Joanne says, which we're exactly. so programmed to do to make it happen. But that's the fun thing about working with universal law and our brainwave states that we're talking about today. Like, it'll kind of show you how you don't have to make it happen. <laughs> well, and that's the other thing, too. You know, we've had a great response to this podcast since we launched. Obviously, I mean, we're, we're oh, launching phenomenal. like a rocket. It's really exciting. But one of the questions we get asked a lot outside of the podcast um, and emails that we get and stuff and, and obviously within our community as well, but is, you know, people know about universal law. They know about in a law of attraction. They follow all these pages online and they get these feel good right. quotes and all this stuff. But when it comes to the actual practical application, people tell them all the time from many different sources. Oh, just feel better. Oh, just tune right. into a higher frequency. But how do I do that? What does that actually mean? That's what we're right. talking about today. That's what Joanne is asking about is clarity. I mean, think about it this way. If clarity is a space that exists somewhere else and that's a place that you have to tune into, how do I do that? How do I tune into clarity? Right. That wouldn't everybody like to know. So obviously there's um, some more, more complexity to manifestation than just what we're talking about today. But this is definitely a major component in understanding manifestation on a much greater level and being able to tap into those higher energy spaces that we talk about all the time and be able to manifest from a much more powerful space, you know, more intentional. Right. And yet again, we say this a lot, but this is not philosophy. It is science. 
right? That's what Einstein says all the time. This is science, guys. So we're going to jump into the science part of this today. And especially this is when we talk about the intersection of universal law, success principles and brain science. This is part of the brain science, not all of it, but part of the brain science that we're talking about. This is really cool, exciting stuff we're about to jump into. So I am super stoked. Me too. (laughs) Super stoked. Yes, yes. Awesome. Well, we're going to jump into tuning into success through brainwave states right after this short break. We'll see you back here. TMG has partnered with Podbean to bring you new episodes each week. Are you finally ready to step into your own power and let your voice be heard? Well, then why not start your very own podcast? Remember, what you find ordinary, others will find extraordinary. It's never been easier to produce and distribute your podcast to every major podcasting app available. Podbean also makes monetizing your podcast foolproof, so you can add value to the world while you're making money. Thanks to our partnership, you can try your first month absolutely free. Visit podbean.com TMG today. That's podbean.com TMG today. Brain science has shown that by the time you're seven years old, you've installed a program in your mind that you'll run for a lifetime. And for 99% of us, we're running a program of struggle, but you can change that. At TMG, we've designed a system to install this new programming to get you exactly where you want to go. With the power of brain science and multisensory learning, you'll discover your path of least resistance as you manifest your goals into reality. And for a limited time, you can try the Manifestor's Guide to Ease system absolutely risk-free. This system comes with unlimited access to weekly coaching for accelerated results, as well as instant membership into the Manifestor's Inner Circle online community. If you're ready to finally get unstuck and create the ultimate life success you know you're capable of, visit manifestorsguide.com. Use coupon code TMG today for 10% off and we'll send the Manifestor's Guide to eSystem to your email right now. That's manifestorsguide.com. All right, everybody, welcome back. So we're jumping in talking about brainwave states today. I'm going to start with a quote from Albert Einstein, who we quote quite a lot at the Manifestor's Guide. I mean, after all, he was quite a genius. Um, But this is a direct quote from him. It says, everything is energy, and that's all there is to it. Match the frequency of the reality that you want, and you cannot help but get that reality. It can be no other way. This is not philosophy. This is physics. So when somebody like Albert Einstein can write out a formula that shows us that this is correct, that's something worth listening to, right? Yes. (laughs) He's literally saying there is a reality that exists that is everything that you desire. And all you have to do is match that frequency and that reality will be created in your world. Now, it sounds a lot like magic, but it's not. It is reality. And that's what we're going to kind of jump into and talk about a little bit today. Have you... Let me ask this, Charlie, if you had heard that like 10 years ago in your life, what would your first impression of that have been? I think a lot of it, it just seems, it does seem esoteric because so much of it sounds, we always are trying to find, right, the secrets to life and the secrets to X, Y, Z and, and all this stuff just sounds so complicated. Like there's some secret that's hiding from you, right? Like even, even branding behind law of attraction universal law materials like the secret it makes it sound so um, elusive. it makes it sound so elusive and so but that's what i love about what we're doing and what we're talking about is uh connecting the dots and bringing it into view and once you really put your finger on and the science and uh, the ideas that you've heard before 
they become they don't become esoteric anymore. They become things you can put into practice. So I, that's why I love these conversations. Yeah, and I think we said, um, you know, we always are obviously we're marketing, you know, our podcast and marketing our company and all that all the time. And one of the new terms we come up with when we were marketing is, you know, turning the esoteric into the pragmatic, because that's really what this is. This is this is not just some like magical experience, you know, that, uh, you know, we're talking about a magic lamp and stuff. You know what I mean? We're yeah. not talking about that. This is this is legitimate. And especially when you get into a quantum level, you know, Einstein says this is not philosophy, it's physics on a quantum level, when you can start breaking it down, especially with um, uh, string theory and things like that. I mean, my gosh, this becomes so practical. I was just gonna say, you know, we talked on last week's episode, the science of vibration, which yeah, that's what all this is rooted in. And if you haven't already listened to that episode, go back, maybe even go back yeah, and I think listen it's to that two, episode. Two weeks ago. Two, two weeks, weeks ago. ago. Excuse me. Yeah. Um, it's called The Science of Vibes. Uh, and it's one of our recent episodes. I would even recommend go back and listen to that one first. Get a little bit of a foundation in vibration. We talk about the science of it. And you do realize that quote from Einstein is when you match a frequency, you're matching a vibration. Everything is a vibration. Um, and so as we talk about brainwave states today and you learning to control yours, it's just a vibration. On a fundamental level, anything that is vibrating, you know, we talk about string theory, but anything that's vibrating is oscillating. Anything that's oscillating is emitting a frequency, period. So if it's moving, it has a frequency. If it's perceptible to you, it has a frequency. So if a thought is perceptible, right, if you can perceive a thought, it has a frequency, it is oscillating, and it is emitting a frequency. And when Einstein talks about matching a frequency, that's what he's talking about. Your thoughts are also things, just like, uh, you know, a table, you know, just like a person, we our perception of those things might be different. But that doesn't mean they're any less real. A thought is also yes. oscillating. And if we match our thoughts, and we match our intentions to the reality that we want, those things will come into the perfect fold with one another. So, yes. So I want to jump into these brainwave states. There are five different brainwave states that are regularly studied. Now, there are more brainwave states than this and brainwave frequencies, but these are the most studied. So we're going to jump into these. There are five brainwave states. So the first one is gamma frequency. So that is the insight wave, what they call it. Beta, the waking consciousness and reasoning wave. Then there's alpha, the deep relaxation wave. Theta, the light meditation and sleeping wave. And then there's delta, which is the deep sleep wave. So let's jump into these one by one. And I want to start with delta. So we, like we said, this is the deep sleep wave. So when you're in delta frequency, this is between one and four hertz. So this is when you're like super, super deep sleeping, dreamless suspension. You don't have any dreams whatsoever. This is in this state that you're in, you're actually getting relief from pain, right? You are not conscious in any way. So you have pain relief. It's also very anti-aging because you are healing when you're in this state. Your body is replenishing itself. Um, but this is also where we get the most access to the subconscious mind. Now, we talk about subconscious all the time, and we don't have time to go into it today. But in our system, we go really deep dive into the subconscious mind and talk about what it is and what exists in the subconscious. But what I will say uh, that makes a lot of sense is 95% of our decisions and everything that we do in our life doesn't come from our conscious mind. It comes from our subconscious. So you can try to will yourself to change as much as you want and try to force yourself to do things, you know, and through through habits and routines and all this kind of stuff. 
you're still, that's only 5% of, of all your decisions that you make. So 5% is, is going to be really hard to, to kind of win over 95% well, of everything why, else. That's you know? why it feels so hard. I think most people can feel yes. how hard it is trying to run your entire life using only 5% of your mental capacity. <laughs> if, and if, and if you've wondered, if you've been wondering before why it's hard, that's why y'all you're only running on 5%. <laughs> and now our subconscious is where all our, our beliefs lie, right? So when we're talking about subconscious reprogramming, this is what we're talking about is getting into these deeper states, you know, like Delta, where we have 100% access to the subconscious mind. And that is the easiest way to reprogram. It is not the only way to reprogram your mind. But when you're in those deeper sleep states, that's why sleep hypnosis is so um, effective is because you're actually in these really deep sleep states and we can reprogram your subconscious mind from that. There's a direct link, direct access to that 95% of your mind that controls everything that you do. There is nothing you can do in your waking life to tap that like you can when you're sleeping. It's just the truth. So, all right. So let's move on to theta. Theta is REM sleep, right? We always talk about this, <laughs> uh, where you you know you get really deep healing, good sleep. Um, obviously, not as much as Delta. Now, the difference between Delta and Theta is going to be like um, Delta, for instance, when someone's in a coma, they're in Delta wave, right? So they're still alive, but it's almost like they're on the verge of of death in a way. You know, they're so just disconnected from reality in every sense. Um, theta is Obviously, not such a deep sleep, but you're still getting really, really good healing sleep. Uh, so these are deep re relaxation waves. This is where you can also be in a semi-conscious state and still be in theta. Um, so this is where you can be at your peak creativity, like when you just wake up in the morning, right? And you feel really creative and inspired. Uh, when you're meditating, you get into theta space, right? Like, for instance, let's just say when you get a massage, right? <laughs> when you're getting massaged uh, and you're just in that super like semi-conscious state where you're almost asleep, almost not drifting in and out, that is also theta. And remember, these are not just one frequency. These are frequency ranges. So if delta is one to four hertz, theta is four to eight hertz. So obviously the lower frequency that you're at, the more asleep that you are, more less conscious you are, and the higher uh, the frequency, the more conscious you are. So if that makes sense. <laughs> Have you ever been in that state where I you've, where you've done the, you know, like you've been getting a massage or something and you're kind of in a semi-conscious state? Yes. Oh yeah. Yes. Yes. Oh yes. One of my favorite states to be in. <laughs> yeah. Same. All right. And then uh, our next state is alpha. Okay. So alpha is eight to 14 Hertz. Alpha is when you have relaxed focus, right? Stress reduction, you're feeling calm, uh, you're focusing on something else other than what's going on in your own mind. This is where we think positively about things. We're feeling really good. We have accelerated learning when we're in alpha frequency. We're in what we call the flow states, right? Which we call like, I'm in the zone, right? I'm getting something done. Oh, I'm really in the zone right now. Um, but this is also where you're incredibly impressionable. So this frequency ranges between 8 and 14 hertz. And this is a magical space because, because we're so impressionable, we can, we can be impressionable in a positive way, but we can also be impressionable in a not-so-positive way. For instance, when we're watching television, that is pure alpha wave. It's pure alpha frequency. We are just sitting in alpha state all the time, almost in a semi-hypnotic state. 
So we're incredibly impressionable with the things that we're seeing and hearing when we're in this alpha state. And we talk about this all the time with our media blackout, but that's why it's so important to understand what you're actually doing when you're exposing yourself to so much screen time on social media or, you know, watching the television because you are in a different brainwave state when you are experiencing that. And when you're in this alpha state, you're incredibly impressionable. And then you're seeing a lot of information and hearing a lot of information and you're taking it in and that is forming your reality around you. So it's an incredibly important yes. state to understand is this alpha frequency. I think one thing that's important to mention here, even though we're not getting too deep into the subconscious is, you know, you might be consciously watching a show or taking in some information and go, oh, well, I'm not setting up, I'm not going to set up my framework around that. I'm not going to set up my belief around that. But you, your subconscious mind doesn't have that, that uh, discern, yes. discerning capacity. Your subconscious mind just intakes and intakes and intakes. And it believes and that's why you're everything. Saying that out, in that out, yeah, it believes everything. And it just sort of over time accumulates belief around what's it, what it's fed most. And, uh, you know, so you mentioning in this alpha state, it's just, it's passive learning. Yeah. It's just intake, intake, intake. It's not even, the, as you'll say in a moment, it's not even the state that you can really do anything with the information just yet. It's just the intake the intake yes. phase. Well, and, and if you think about what you just said and why that's so important, <laughs> if if you live in a space where what you're hearing the most like growing up is money doesn't grow on trees, don't be greedy, that kind of thing, right? How in yeah. the world can you have a healthy relationship with money? If you have to work yes. hard for the things that you want, right? That's what I grew up with. Yes. Money was always something that was incredibly hard to come by, hard to keep, hard to to be around. It was it was just difficult. There was always difficulty yes. in life because generations of my family, all the way back, it was always you got to work hard. It's always about difficulty, hard struggle. And so that was the story. But as we talk about one of our success principles is we are the author of our own story. So if we're the author, we get to rewrite that. And where do you rewrite it? In your subconscious. Because that will dictate how easily you move through your the entire rest of your life. But you can't get the things that you really want and your heart truly desires, first of all, unless you allow yourself to want them. You have to be okay with wanting them. You have to be okay with wanting uh, healthy relationships in your life. And you have to be okay with letting go of the bad ones. You have to be okay with wanting money. The, the frameworks that exist in your subconscious mind will um, layer themselves on top of any uh, any aspect of your life. Yeah. And so, you know, you could be in that mindset. I've got, everything's got to be a struggle. Everything's got to be really difficult right. and hard work. And that'll make a four hour work day feel like the longest, most painful experience ever. But if you've got this layer of, ah, I'm so, in, I'm so charged for what I'm doing. I love getting my, my, my hands in the dirt. What I touch turns to gold. Yes. Well, then a 16 hour work day is tons of fun. So it's not necessarily, you know, tons of fun. You love stepping up to the plate. You love moving and maneuvering. It's it's not necessarily, doesn't necessarily translate into, when we say yeah. hard work, it doesn't mean translating into a 30-minute work week. And, you know, it just, it's all about your relationship to it and the relativity that you end up um, experiencing things with. 
that'll be probably an episode another day. So I'll stop there. <laughs> no, but it's but, so true. Um, well, all of this stuff is interconnected. Yeah. And that's why this podcast yes. can go on indefinitely because it's all interconnected. And we can even talk about these same things, but from a different perspective later. And we will keep coming back to brainwave frequencies because it's such an important part. Uh, this is this. And by the way, you guys, this is a light introduction to brainwave frequency. Obviously, when that's why we'd have our master manifester system, because we go into the science behind this stuff so much more um, intently. And like we say, that's the true deep dive. Like that's like a plunge into the ice cold ocean, Boy, right? Yes. Because you start swimming and we talked about swimming and success. We start really swimming in the middle of all this because it's a full ecosystem of manifestation. But this is a great introduction to these things. Um, so, okay, so we're, we talked about alpha, which is eight to 14 hertz. Now we're going up to 14 to 30 hertz. This is beta frequency, all right? So this is where you have focused attention, right? You're super focused on things, high-level cognition. You're uh, thinking analytically, you're solving problems. So when people are getting things done, moving things forward, solving problems, uh, when they're in physical energy, right? So when you're playing sports, uh, let's just say you're looking at a football field, right? Full of people who are super focused, they're solving problems, they're, they're playing a game of strategy, they're being physical about things, they're taking action. The beta frequency is action-taking, right? That is what we're talking about here. Have you ever experienced that frequency? <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's how I got through law school. <laughs> oh, that's very true. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, yeah, the, the, I mentioned just a couple of minutes ago um, the fact that you, when you're in the alpha state, you're not in that. You're in the intake mode, but you're not. You're literally in a brainwave state that can't let you do anything with that information. Right. And like you just said, now beta you know, you shift into that space. Now you're in a, in a space of application. Yes. You know, and I, I don't think we've said this yet, but let's also point out there's not a good or bad brainwave state. They are all a hundred percent necessary for the well-being of a balanced life. Absolutely. Um, it's just about becoming aware of which, what exists and what is predominant in your life and whether or not that's serving you at any given moment towards what your goals are. Absolutely. And and the other thing that we can point out is we drift between these brainwave states all the time. It's just being cognizant and aware. And once I get through this next brainwave state, we'll talk about all of them together and why this is so important. But you know, you will always be drifting in and out of these brainwave states as part of just our natural flow of existence, right? Um, so let's move. So we talked about beta, like I said, analytical thinking, high level cognition, focused attention, physical activity um, when we're taking actions in our lives. So now let's move up to gamma, right? So gamma is the highest frequency that they have regularly studied scientifically. And this is 30 to 100 hertz, which is quite a range. Uh, but this is really high level processing. This is cognitive enhancement, peak awareness, big picture thinking, big picture ideas. This is what we call the solution space, right? The idea space. So this is where our big, big solutions lie. This is where we're in transcendental states of being, right? When we're transcending the problem to just find a solution. We're not trying to solve a problem anymore. And let's go back to when we're talking about beta, this is a, a state of focused attention and problem solving. It's, it's a different vibration. A completely different vibration. So when you're tuning into this these frequencies where solutions lie, if you're if you're desiring solutions, but you only know how to tune into problem solving, right? That's when it can seem a lot more difficult because you feel like you have to actively take action steps to solve problems. So let's say 
you are trying to get into a space where you're moving in life and you're solving problems, you're moving yourself forward, you're changing your habits, you're um, you're being successful, right? That's what you're that's what you're desiring. But the thing that you do the most is watch television. Uh, you know, so you go to sleep and you watch television and then every once in a while you get yourself to get up and, and think about things and forcefully move things forward and solve problems. Well, but you don't really get that great of sleep at night. Well, you're going between theta and beta frequency, right? So theta, alpha, beta, and then back down to alpha, then back down to theta, and then back up to alpha, then to beta, alpha, theta. That's where you're living right in the middle. You're not getting really great, super deep recharge sleep. Um, you're not tapping into your subconscious mind. You're not even able to reprogram, not only taking the action to do it, but you're not even able to reprogram in the best possible way because you don't have direct access to your subconscious. And then also you're not even tapping into gamma and above, and there are frequencies above this. They have frequencies they call the God frequencies because they're so high and expansive. They haven't even been studied yet, but there's no way that you can be in one brainwave state and desire your life to be something else, and you're not tapping into the brainwave state that is going to get you there. Cluing into this information really helped me experience a very powerful and pivotal shift that really improved my life. And I think this is going to be a relatable story. But so I have spent uh, uh, periods of my adult life over the past uh, 15 plus years, experiencing, uh, you know, illness for months at a time. And of course, as you'd expect, when you're kind of flatlined like that, there's a lot of rest. There's a lot of slow moving. There's not a lot of, you know, hard hitting engagement in life. Uh, the body is in a natural mode of recovering. And for me, that meant a lot of rest, a lot of relaxation. Um, and of course, passing the time, a lot of TV watching, <laughs> um, you know, <laughs> uh, and, and even on the, even on the healthier side of that, you know, cause I, I'm someone who just loves to study everything. A lot of YouTube watching just endless videos, information coming in. I basically found myself in a dominant space of theta and alpha, um, which is, are two very, um, you know, the, on the, on the plus side, very relaxing, very easygoing, um, sedating spaces on the downside, uh, very passive and not a great, not a great range to run your life on, you know, life moves forward, even when you're not, you know, at your best. And, uh, it was purposeful for those times coming out of the healing. However, over this time, you know, and we do, we train our minds, uh, what to fire on mostly from our thoughts, our focuses, uh, our behaviors. We are constantly educating our minds and bodies over time, um, which is why if any of you are listening to this and going, you know, yeah, I watch a lot of TV or I don't have the most restful sleep or I do, I am trying to solve a lot of my life's problems from these, these limited ranges. It's great to look at kind of the behaviors and the ways that you think in, in day-to-day flow because that's going to inform you what your um, primary mode is, what your primary brainwave state. And for me, what, when, I, when I got this information, you see, I was trying to uh, work, trying to grow businesses, trying to be active in life, trying to be healthier. And I was finding it, um, the, the deep desire was there to show up for these things yeah. and to, to go beyond where I was at. And, but the actual, you know, 
um, how that translated into action every life, I was really struggling. I would, I, I would sleep eight or nine hours and still not be fully rested. I would still need naps during the day. I would really struggle to bring my mental capacity to de- make decisions and to get things done. And, and when I began to unpack and understand the nuances of these brainwave states, it became clear to me that I had trained my body into a predominant theta and alpha state. And I was missing out on even some of the better problem solving, you know, uh, uh, application uh, benefits of, of the beta phase and absolutely missing out on the higher level thinking you know, higher cognitive awareness, solution oriented, because there is a difference between being problem solving and solution oriented, as we've said, they're two different vibrations, and they access two completely different spheres of potential. And, and and mind you, during this time, I was actually feeling kind of cruddy about myself. I was like, man, I know I'm smarter than this. I know I'm better than this. Why am I having such a hard time? Why is the work that I'm doing not cutting it? Why am I just, do I, am I lazy? Am I, I was having all these like character judgments about myself (laughs) and, and, and which I, I know we've all done this at times. Oh, absolutely. And when I realized, yeah. And when I realized, you know, really what's going on here is I have just, you know, because of certain phases that I have gone through in my life, I have set sort of a tone of doing life mostly from this alpha and theta state. And while I'm great at meditating, I can meditate my ass off. I needed to be great at getting things done and blowing the doors open on growing businesses and moving forward in life. And and it was just not going to happen from that theta and alpha state and beginning to practice some of what we're going to talk about here about how to engage these states. Uh, It was so much fun to gain control over which brainwave state I am in at any given time. Because don't get me wrong, I still enjoy getting into that theta state and and winding myself down. But it's also great to be able to go, you know what? I'm up in the morning. Now it's time for this. Now it's time to get expansive. Yes. And it's so much fun to get that fluctuation in life because every single state has its purpose and benefits. Um, but we are also not designed to live in one state all the time, yet most of us do. Most of us hang Mm -hmm. out in that alpha range, the higher end of theta and the lower end of beta. And that is where most of us will live. Most people will live their entire lives. And that's why it's hard, everybody. Yeah. Because you're literally asking your mind to do something. It's not um, in the right gear. It's like a shift. Can you go 60 miles per hour in in second gear? You cannot. Your car is going to like screech and turn off. Trust me, I, I... uh, tried to learn on, on on a stick shift after driving automatic for years, and it was rough going. But yeah. once you click into it, right? Once you figure those gears out, it's easy. You know, well, I love that. Anyway, I love that you said gears, uh, but let's think yeah. of it too, especially because we are talking about frequency here. Let's think of it in terms of we yes. always tell our members to think of a radio, right? So these are the different stations, the different channels, the different frequencies, right? That you can t- literally tune into. So think about a radio. These are the channels. And then you have a dial that you turn to tune into these different states. That's what we talk about when we talk about being mindful and segmenting your time. When you segment your time out, segmenting is different than scheduling. A schedule, you can still be frantic and run through a schedule and be, you know, not not productive in any form or fashion and waste 16 hours of your day and say, oh, that was so crazy. And we still have so much to do. And I'm so overwhelmed. Scheduling is just saying, Here's what I'm supposed to do, and here's what I'm supposed to get done by this time. 
segmenting is actually blocking out time from a much higher, more expansive way of thinking and allowing what gets done in those spaces to get done and understanding what brainwave state that you're trying to tap into in those in those uh, times. So for instance, um, I have segments from four o'clock in the morning all the way to nine o'clock at night when I go to bed. And my, the first thing that I do when I get up, I know that I'm going to be coming from either delta or theta and, and kind of getting into theta, right? A higher level of theta. Uh, so the very first thing that I do is come out of a very deep sleep because I've been reprogramming. I do reprogramming in my sleep every night. And once I'm in that state of being, I, I, I take the first block of my morning, my first hour to just be mindful and to be with myself and to set the goals for my day and to journal. It's a very calm, relaxing way to wake up into the world and just think about what I want my day to be and start you know, realizing what, what I want to accomplish. Then I move into, you know, some, uh, some exercise. We have a phone call in the morning at five o'clock, you know, and we start doing business stuff and, and, and just mo I move my body and I start getting into a different state. Right. And this is where I start adding some action to what I'm doing. Right. I've now moved past even alpha and I'm in beta, you know, focused attention, high level cognition. I'm engaged. I'm active. And this is why it's a great time to have a conversation talking about goals and talking about how our day is going to go while I'm physically moving. Right. So it's just being aware of where you are. And when even working with another brand right now, another client who's building a large brand and I'm consulting for them. So there's a lot of stuff going on a lot of times. And there's a lot of what we could perceive as blocks. That's why it's important for me to take time to block out space where I purposefully tap in to the solution space, right? Where I just transcend past the problems because they don't exist anymore. And you tap into solutions because if you don't make time and, and learn how to tune up to that space, things become very difficult in life. Very, very, very difficult. Yes. And we don't have enough time today to go into exactly how to do that. But that's part of what our system does is we tell you literally where the dials are, where you can put your finger on the dial, how you turn it up and down. But a lot of it has to do with um, like higher level cognitive functions. You know, when we as people are not taught like our, our how our brain works and the frameworks that we're used to existing in and. We're, we're, I mean, even I just wrote an article recently about Socratic and didactic thinking. Didactic thought is what most of us are taught growing up, which is, you know, teach me what to think and I'll think that way. Teach me what to do and I'll do it. This is where we're programmed to be really great employees, right? We talk about employee mindset all the time. We're, we're trained to go out in the world and execute things for other people. Well, how do you even right. know what framework you're operating in? You don't even know that there is a different way of existing, which is Socratic thought. It teaches you to dive underneath the surface. It teaches you how to probe, how to ask questions, how to deconstruct even what your question is or your assumptions to begin with. This is where really high level expansive thinking exists. So there is a lot of little ways that you can tune up and down into these spaces. Breathing exercises can bring you down right into a theta wave state. That's where meditation and breathing exercises are really helpful. So I agree. There's so much more conversation that can be had on the actual how to access yeah. any given state. But I think it's um, general enough and still helpful enough to say that it's a combination of your intention plus follow up on that intention. You know, um, if you intend to, you know, you were talking about segment and I'm doing the same thing as well. It's like, okay, well, the day is winding down and Maybe now's the time to go and do some mindfulness exercise right. or to 
uh, uh, those deep breathing exercises because I'm desiring to take my mental, my brainwave state down to that theta in that delta range uh, versus, like you said, now I, I, I'm, this is the time for brilliant ideas. This is the time for to be to to work quickly to to move yes. quickly and so I'm going to set the intention that this is what I'm doing and, and going getting back to the idea of everything being vibration mm-hmm. and frequency um uh you your idea with the the thought or the idea within yourself to be expansive to be effective to be the smartest person around. These are all just ideas that have frequencies, and if you, and anybody can select any of these, and it's uh, and you form your expectation over time, and you train yourself to be in these spaces by just setting the intention, taking some kind of action to follow up on that, but then keeping your belief and your focus lodged into that space, even while the world around you may not yet validate that. Right. You know that's another thing too where. We, we spend so much time looking to our external worlds to validate what's true about ourselves. And going back to that didactic versus Socratic thinking, if you, if you all think about it and, and recall what we said earlier about the alpha brainwave state where most people live, because most people just get up, brush your teeth, put on clothes, go to work, come home, eat dinner, watch TV, go to right. bed. There's th- that alpha state is not a Socratic space. That's a tell me what to do and I'll do it. Space. Yes which is exactly what's happening when you're watching TV. Tell me what to be angry about and I'll go be angry about it. Or tell what, me to, what to be infatuated yes, with. Yes. Tell, yeah, tell me what to be infatuated with and I'll go be infatuated yes. with. I'll go spend my money that way. I'll go scroll on Instagram for hours all about yes. it. I'll, you know, protest this or protest that or support this or support that. And and None of that's none of that comes from that higher level. None of that comes from that higher level space of engagement. So, it this is why we go back to media blackout and unplugging from that, um, because that's what that's what frees you up in this space to now be more clear with your intentions. I love that you were talking earlier about you know feeling unmotivated when you weren't really aligned with the brainwave state that was going to get you where you wanted to go, and that's mm-hmm. what we're talking about next week is the key to motivation. You know we talk about being in that higher range of of our brainwave states, right? When we're in the gamma and above, that is where what we call the idea space. That's where uh, inspiration exists, and that literally is directly linked to the law of inspired action. When we're not taking inspired actions in life, we're taking forceful actions. There's really only two ways of living. It's inspired or forceful. And when you're, when you take forceful actions over and over again, life feels overwhelming. So we're going to talk about that next week, how to get out of that space, how to get unstuck, how to feel motivated. So you're not constantly procrastinating. We've all been in that space before. I have never met one person that is not dealt with procrastination. So, and, and I will say, I mean, once you've once you've had an experience in in true inspired action, you just have no room for forced action. It's yeah. too wonderful. It feels too good. It feels too purposeful and powerful. Forced action can go kick rocks after that. You know what? It feels easy, <laughs> and that's what our book, The Manifestor's Guide yes. to Ease, is about. It's introducing ease into your life through concepts like inspired action. So next week is going to be fantastic. I'm very excited about it. And if you guys yet again want to check out more on these kind of articles, these kind of topics, go to manifestorsguide.com. Great blog articles there. Um, And we also have like episode wrap ups and things for the podcast there as well. Charlie, is there anything that you wanted to say to the listeners before we head out? Just take some time to to assess where you're at and what brainwave state that you exist in mostly and how is it serving you, but how could you be served by learning how to 
fluctuate and tap into the each one at different times. Yes. To uh, to elevate your life. That's what they're there Absolutely. for. Absolutely. And I'm going to challenge everybody this week to, you know, not necessarily, you know, try to jump into all these different brainwave states, but just be cognizant of that as you move through your week. And yeah. if you're interested to know more about this stuff, as always, join us in our Manifestors Inner Circle, our online community. We talk about this stuff all the time. We have access to unlimited coaching there as well to be able to just provide value, value, value to you guys if you want to learn more about this stuff. So great episode. I'm so excited for next week when we'll talk about the key to motivation through the law of inspiration. Inspired action, and we'll see and hear you guys next week. See you there.